This is, in so many words, the podcast, episode 37 for the week of July 2nd, 2017. Time no see, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of In So Many Words, the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything else. In so many words, I am Chrono Lucas, aka Coleman, coming at you live while you're listening. Over there, we have Miss Sweet Maui, aka Jessica. Hello. <laughs> She's not bringing this sweet sass to this podcast. Apparently. I am bringing the sweet sass to this podcast. She didn't say it. We caught her. You got to pay the bank $200. <laughs> Do not pass go, whatever that is. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am doing awesome. Oh, I am you drinking. You sound awesome. I am drinking a margarita. Ooh. You guys caught me in a good mood this week. Oh, Most of the time, you're just like, yes. oh, Coleman is so fucking dry. <laughs> Coleman is just so fucking bland. But today I have. A lot of alcohol in me, so this is going to be the best show on earth. The best podcast in Chicago. You know what? Fuck it. I'm telling you guys right now, this is the best podcast ever. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Ever. And we got something. We got a huge-ass surprise next week. Like, next week, the podcast turns one, and we are going to crush it. It is going to be a banner knockout episode, right? Yeah, it is. Yes. Just, well, you got to tell what the surprise is, though. Not right now. What, it's a surprise. You, no, 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 but you, you know, you know what part of it is because. I know what part of it is. And, and I'm pretty sure people listen like, oh, we already know what they're going to do. Like, oh, uh, what is it? Oh, wait, they can't reply back. Never we mind. can't tell. Them, no, I, no I thought they were going to say it. But they can't say it. But anything. yeah, next week for sure, Fourth of July. I'm pretty sure you can guess how <gasps> it's going to go. It's the Fourth of July. It's as we said on the podcast back. I think Halloween. The Fourth of July is one of our favorites. Not this year, though. Not this year. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, anyways, uh, let's talk about our weeks, because that's what we do on this show. We talk about, we, we introduce ourselves, and we talk about the week. Uh, this past week. Well, we've been missing for two weeks. I am so sorry. Life happens. So, you got to fill us oh, in yeah, for yeah. the last two weeks. What has happened with you, Coleman? The past two weeks, I've just been, been, been an adult. <laughs> And, and and working, you know, I mean that's just yeah. all it is, people. I mean it's just life, you know. I'm I'm engaged, um, ah! it's, and it's a lot of that going on. It's a lot of shit, you know. It's, it's tough out here. We don't get paid to do this podcast yet. Nope, not yet. But someday we'll have shirts, and we'll make a lot of money doing this podcast, and then you'll be able to hear us every day, probably. Oh. We'll, even if it's for two, even if it's for two minutes, we'll do a two-minute podcast every day. That's, that's hey, that's an idea. Two-minute podcast. A two-minute podcast. No woman yeah. wants a minute, man, honey. No, we gotta at least give it to them for thirty. Or as you say, the forty-five special. Yeah, the forty-five minutes. <laughs> Although some people like it quick. Quickies are fun. Yeah. 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 But anyways, uh, how how have you been since the last time we recorded? Oh, I have been on a, on an emotional roller coaster. I don't know if people have been keeping up with the news or not, but I'm oh, sorry. There was that fire in London that killed all those people because of the cladding. There was 
this pregnant lady who was killed here in America by the police. There was that Muslim woman who had her casket burned. Plus, I've been working 10-hour shifts every day. And I haven't had time to do my laundry. My laundry's all over my freaking floor. I've been... I have to go to the laundromat because I because I don't have a washing machine or a dryer in my building. So I have all my dirty clothes over there. I don't have fresh underwear. I'm freaking having to wear jeans with no underwear. I have had an emotional roller coaster freaking two weeks. It has been a lot to deal with. And all I really want right now is just a pair of clean underwear. <laughs> so I have to go to the laundromat. It's rough. So there you have it, folks. It's it's rough out here. <laughs> the struggle is never ending. It's, we we are all taking part in the never ending struggle. And I tell you, you know what? If you're not struggling right now and everything is great, shame on you. Shame you need to go out you. there. You need to go out there and work hard and like get get dirty, yeah. get fucked up. Yeah. Experience life. If you're not there, if you're not struggling, then you're not living. Exactly. Because. You know, there are people that uh, just take it. Like, it's one thing if you just sit there and take what life is throwing at you every day. But if you're out there struggling, then you're a struggler. <laughs> what the hell? No, but what? it's good to be a struggler, all right? Because when you're struggling, that means you're working towards something. And you, you, you know, you're like, you know what? Life is full of bullshit, but I'm going to yeah. keep going anyway. Yeah. But if you're happy, true. if you're just happy and everything is okay, good for you. Good but for I you. hope that changes sometime soon. I hope you get back what? out there. And struggle with the rest of us. And I hope it's no. just a lot of turmoil and chaos. Because that's what makes life great. No, it doesn't. Being happy makes life great. Wait a second. Yeah, but I mean, happiness is just like, you know, do you remember like, oh yeah, those were the happy times. Are you, are you living like in the struggle? Like, are you out there like, I'm out here fighting for my dreams. When you get to dreams, it's just like, oh, what am I supposed to do with my life? I have something deep for you. What if struggling is your happiness? Boom. <laughs> it. You know what? That's that's deep. Wow, she just came out with some deep shit. We just started the episode. She came out with some deep shit. That is <laughs> Drop the champagne glass. That is that is a future podcast topic. Maybe maybe we'll talk about that next week in the super awesome one year anniversary surprise yeah. episode of Excellence. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, ISMW. Next week. Mm, 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 mm. I'm gonna get a cake and take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. How are we gonna eat a cake if we are all Skyping? Because you make a cake and I'll make a cake and no damn cake. Somebody else will make a cake. Oh, oh, oh. Or somebody else. Maybe there's four or five people. I don't know. Maybe we're gonna have a podcast with ten people. A whole bunch of comedians because we're low budget comedians. We're not even funny half the time. No, we're, we're terrible. Like us. somebody, somebody this past weekend listened to one of our episodes and he fell asleep on it. So really, we're the worst. Part. No, I'm just kidding. That didn't happen. Oh, no, it was, no. What happened was I had I, I had some uh, guests this past weekend. And they listened to our show. Yeah. And they fell asleep. No, he didn't fall asleep on it. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, some guests this past weekend. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, and it was episode 14, and all of you hardcore, in so many wordings. Uh, know that episode 14 is probably the best episode we've done for some people uh yeah but he listened to that and we had a whole discussion about it but anyways did he agree with me he saw both sides of the argument but he agreed with me 
He saw both sides of the argument. Normally a person who was not agreed with, they want to say, oh, he saw both sides of the argument, but he agreed with Jessica. Yeah. So he agreed with me? No. Oh, fuck you. Yes, he did. He didn't agree with me either. Yes. No. No. Well, then there's only two sides of the story. There's no alternative. Well, I mean, he was just like, you know, you know, um, if, if, if it's like a mantle kind of thing, like if, if, if the character being played is just like a title, like being Batman can, is a mantle, so like anybody can be Batman. So like if they had a black person be Batman, that's fine because it's just that character taking yeah. on the mantle. Yeah. But if you try to change the character of Bruce Wayne and make him black or Hispanic or Asian and make his parents black or Hispanic or Asian, then you are changing the character. And he said that while that might be okay and people might go with it, like that is changing the that is changing the classic. I mean, it, that's that's what he had to say. That's a fair middle ground stance, and I'll accept that. So, if we want to have a Latino, uh, Latino Batman, he just got to change his name to freaking Jon Snow. No, that's from Game of Thrones. I lie. He could be. No, if you want to have a Latino Batman, just call him Jose Alvarez or some shit. You know? Jose Alvarez. What the hell? That's the most racist name ever. That's like naming a black person Shaniqua Johnson. But that's their name. Like, if, 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 if somebody's name was like John Ramirez, all right, he, you know, he's of Hispanic descent. Yeah, but Shaniqua Johnson? If someone said, oh, 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 yes. Yeah. It's a black girl. Let's just say her name was Shaniko Johnson. I'm like, nigga. Other people, oh, we said we did a podcast on nigga. I'm not saying that anymore. Let me take that back. I retract it. I would be like, anyways, oh, you, any, anybody, thing. anybody that wants to hear about episode 14, I mean, it keeps you coming up in it. subsequent episodes, so we're not going to go all into that whole argument again because you, know, you know that me and Stephanie and Jessica can debate about that for a long time. No, I like, I like the guy's middle ground. I'm willing to accept that. So anyway, for uh, this week's episode, we're going to talk about uh, something that's been irritating me for a long time. We're going to talk about the previous generation. Previous generation? What the hell does and, that even mean? And how they keep talking shit about millennials. Okay. I don't know if any of you millennials out there have noticed, but we're getting a lot of shit these days. People <laughs> feel like... <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but uh, they, they're, you know, er everything is our fault. You know, like, oh, millennials don't work hard. Oh, if they stop buying so much avocado at Chipotle, maybe they could buy a house. The the millennials are the reason that the fucking uh, diamond market is crashing because they don't buy diamonds anymore. And it's, you know what, old people, fuck you guys. Fuck you. Fuck your sense of entitlement. Fuck your judgmentalness. Yeah. Fuck you guys, all right? You fucking bitches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'm not know. having it, all right? <laughs> when you went to college, you paid like 11000 they went to college. When and if you went to college, you paid not even close to what we pay to go to college. Your job market was different. The technology was different. We're growing up in different times, all right? We're growing up in Trump's America. It's hostile. It's horrible. Unless you're rich and you're white. And I'm sorry if you're a white person and you're not rich. I mean, even poor white people know 
that while the stereotype, you know, oh, if you're white, everything is awesome, which it kind of is, but it's not all awesome, mm-hmm. you know? Like, white yeah. people are poor, too. Just ask Stephanie. Wait, oh. what the hell did you just say? No, I said, white people can be poor, too. Just ask Stephanie. Oh, you just call Stephanie poor? Stephanie would be the first person to agree. Like, yeah, it's not just because I'm white and I have green eyes and blonde hair doesn't mean that life is awesome. Well, it's because her eyes are green and not blue. No, I'm sorry. That was a joke. Ah, doom, doom. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh, my feelings are hurt. Duh. Stephanie's feelings are hurt, and your feelings are hurt, listener, because you know we're just being honest. I'm not being honest. I was being a poor man's comedian. I was just being honest. Well, yeah, that's what we want to talk about. So, didn't you hear something on the radio the other day? Oh, yes, I did. Hold on. Let me stretch out my arms here, ready for this rant. Because, you know, when you're about to go in on somebody, you know, you want to get a proper stretch. <laughs> you don't get a proper stretch before you go in? You got to yeah. be ready. You got to make sure that head, you know, the neck is ready so you can swing it back and forth. All right. Mm-hmm. I am ready. All right. So I was listening to this radio show called the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah, I called you guys out because you irritated me. All right. So the Steve Harvey Morning Show, was they went on this, like, segment rant about millennials. Talking about how millennials don't listen to their parents. Millennials don't take out the garbage. Millennials don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. And you know my first argument was about that? These motherfuckers are confusing millennials with whatever the hell their kids' generation is. First of all, millennials, they got fucking jobs because they're in their fucking 20s. They're not in their young teens. Those are not considered millennials. And that's the one thing that pisses me off when people want to compare their children right now. Like, oh, my child doesn't do this. My child is so entitled. They think they're supposed to have the car because they're 16. Motherfucker, they're not fucking millennials. Millennials is the first generation to have as many as we do freaking graduating fucking from college students. And another thing, they want to try to say, we, so, the, so I was researching this. They were saying that there's a lot of us because we're like the second baby boom. So, you know, back in the day, there was a the baby boom after World War II. The, the guys in the military came back and they got their wives pregnant and you had a whole bunch of babies. Right now, the baby boomers are in their 60s, 70s, you know. Well, you have the second boom because the economy was up when Bill Clinton, I never had sexual relations with that woman, Clinton, was having the economy so great that they were just having babies left and right. So now you have the second baby boom and we are called the millennials. Hashtag when Clinton was president, not when fucking Trump or Obama or even fucking Bush. Maybe the early, early stages of Bush, pre-9-11, okay? If we're going to take it that far. That means your millennials are not the fucking kids. We're not the kids who are over here trying to take mommy's and daddy's car and not fucking put gas in it because we're old already. That's my thing. And they still shit on us. They say we, if they want to take it to our proper age, you say, when I was your age, I already had a car. I had a house. I had a wife. And I had three kids. Yeah, you know, you're miserable as fuck. Okay. So, I don't have a house, I don't have a wife, and I damn sure don't have three kids because my ass likes to fucking travel. No. 
That pisses me off. Like, motherfucker, I went to college. Your ass have fucking debt like that. I bet you if they want to compare, I bet you millennials have the highest credit score possible compared to the other generations. That's my little rant. I stretched out for it, and I felt very passionate. I'm sorry for using so many explicit words, but that's when I'm really passionate. What do you think, Omen? <laughs> I mean, I agree. I mean, they... And I, I know it's typical for, like, the previous generation to criticize the current generation. But, I mean, to say that, oh, if you stop buying so much avocado. Well, the avocado your, and toast is expensive. I don't buy that. Yeah, but not buying that shit isn't going to help us buy a fucking house. It's not the same. It's not the same. There are more people from our generation with degrees than your generation and like supposedly going to college and getting a degree is supposed to be like oh yeah you went to college you got a degree then you're set for life which is just bullshit which is not the case no and you see here's the thing there's the hypocrisy in the whole situation they're over here like oh if you go to college you get a degree you're gonna get a high paying job and then they also put out the article where no one is staying at their job like there's no you know company loyalty now People are changing jobs, changing careers every so many years. So I went to school for this fucking degree, and you're telling me 9 out of 10 I'm going to change my fucking career, and you're going to still hold it against me? Like, fuck you. You're a fucking hypocrite. Yeah. Or you're telling me, oh, you went to college. Oh, no, no. What they say, no, forget the whole conversation. They say, oh, I worked at my job for 30 years and you're over here you only worked at your job for two and you're already unhappy yeah well motherfucker people change jobs according to this article every so many years because you know what they don't care about us they don't they think we're supposed to work for McDonald's wages and do fucking fortune 500 job work yeah that's my spiel um and I think and we're entitled. Wait, they say we're entitled because we're doing. I know me personally. I'll just throw it out there. I don't think I get paid what I'm worth. The work I do, the amount I contribute, I feel like I am not getting paid. I'm not even asking for a hundred fucking thousand dollars. I'm not even asking. I'm not even asking for seventy. I'm not asking for sixty either. Hell, I'll be happy with fifty, and that's barely the amount of what you need to survive in Chicago. There's this article out. But I need to make like 21 something dollars an hour just to survive in fucking Chicago. That's about what I make and I went to college. And then you want to get at me and say I'm entitled because I'm bitching and moaning about this shit? No, it's unfair. I'm done now with my rant. Go ahead. Well, it is unfair. And it's not to say that some people aren't spoiled and entitled. But that's based on how those individuals raise their kids. You know, if you... If you if you come from the previous generation and you had a lot of money and then you had kids and then you raise your kids in a spoiled way, then of course your kids are going to be spoiled. But there are actually millennials out there that work even harder than the baby boomers and, you know, whatever generation. No, I mean, no, 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 no. I, I don't want to lie like that. No, that's not a lie. Well, baby boomers didn't. I they, mean, the, the whole point of being in the factories, they were. Yeah, but I mean, whether you work in the factory brain. or not, they didn't work. They didn't work two jobs and 80 hours a week. Just to have like a one bedroom apartment. You know what I'm saying? No, they had a white picket fence house with three kids. Nobody and and nobody in a relationship where everybody's working hard or a relationship or marriage or whatever, that's a millennial. Not too many people can say like, Yeah, my girlfriend can stay at home and just 
chill out because I'm paying all the bills. Like most people, like every everybody's working these days. Everybody's working hard mom. as hell. What is a stay-at-home mom? If you're lucky and you know how to budget a coupon, yeah, you can have a stay-at-home mom. But that's not the norm. You have a two-parent working household. I feel yeah. woman. I feel you. Yeah, so, I mean, it... So, yeah, some some millennials are spoiled and they are entitled. Uh, but for the most part, I feel like we have tougher circumstances in some ways, because, I mean, yeah, people say, like, oh, like, well, when we were growing up, we didn't have fucking debit cards and fucking, you know, ATM machines and fucking iPhones and internet. I didn't have internet. an ATM machine? You heard that? Well, I mean, we we have certain things afforded to us. We couldn't even pull out cash from the machine. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if the bank closed at fucking five and the bank was closing, you just had to wait till, you know, the next business day. Uh <laughs> But now it's just like, yeah, I can just take my phone out and just, you know, move some money around, take some money out, pay for some shit, whatever. So, I mean, yeah, we have that advantage, but, I mean... Back in your day, you didn't have to use your brain as much as you worked in a factory or you were a supervisor in a factory. Maybe you own the factory, but guess what? I'm just a little small guy, and I'm using my brain so much, I have a headache half the time, and I'm going blind. That's nothing. They always say, you guys got those computers and stuff? Yeah, I look at the computer all day, and you know what? My eyes are going blind. I think I'm seeing spirits because I see white dots all the time. I'm over here freaking out myself, freaking out my cat, and really, it's just because I'm... First of all, let me slow down talking. I was way too passionate. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase that. I am seeing white dots and white spots. Because I think I'm going blind because I am staring at a computer all day. And I am not complaining because I'd rather be sitting on my ass than standing up picking trash. No shade to the garbage man. I respect thee. But still, they complain. But, you know, there's new, let's call it like new first world freaking problems with working today. Like you worked in a factory before. Or you were a car salesman. A lot of them were car salesmen too. They made a lot of money, or they were—I don't know—police officers. What's what's a what's a baby boomer freaking type of job? Work, working in a factory. Yeah, right. Yeah, and they made good money. And here's the thing: they made good money. And if you work in a factory today, you will still make good money. My friend was just telling me about how his dad told him he just graduated with his degree. He was like, well, you haven't found a job yet, son, so you can go work at the chemical plant. They're paying 70000 a year. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I went to college. I ain't making nowhere near 70000 a year. I will work at that chemical plant. So if they're still paying, my point is, if they're still paying more than enough, that means they were paying more than enough, more than enough then. And you can... They can counter us by saying, well, guys, why don't you just work at a factory then? But the thing is, factory jobs, they help the country, but you need more innovative jobs that help the universe. Yeah. Deep. Champagne glass drop. That's going to be my new thing. Instead of mic drop, mic drop, champagne flute drop. Boom. Yeah, but why would you want to drop a glass of champagne? Because you're rich and you can do that shit. Fair enough. <laughs> but my champagne flute is from the dollar store. Hello! <laughs> so she's dollar store rich. I am dollar uh, store rich. <laughs> no shame. It's still see-through. You can still see through it. 
Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, we I've I've been hearing more and more people making those kind of, kind of comments lately. I don't appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure most millennials don't appreciate it because yeah, we have certain advantages that the prior generations didn't have, but I mean, look at what's happening now. Like I read an article the other day that said that McDonald's is trying to uh push forward with this whole automated uh cashier thing yeah. and eliminate the people behind the counter taking orders. So that's jobs lost right there. And I mean, it's only going to increase like in in the next 20 to 50 years, you're going to see more and more jobs become, I mean, look at Amazon. They just bought fucking whole foods Mm -hmm. for a couple of billion dollars or whatever, hundred million, whatever it was, (laughs) they bought whole foods and and now they're going to make it. So like, yeah, you don't have to go all the way to the grocery store and deal with these fucking people behind the counter and whatnot. Like just order your food online so we can start closing up these stores and save some money. So those those are jobs lost right there. So eventually a lot of jobs, we can fight that, but I'm going to count you right now because you know, I have to, there's also this article and statistics that show that millennials purchase more online than they do going to the store. So, while you're complaining about that, we have actually created that problem because we shop more online than we do in the store. No, I mean, we, we created that problem for our ourselves. Need, our need. We created that need, so we can't use that as an argument because we created no. that problem. I, I wasn't saying that for what to be an argument. I'm just saying, like, you know, the world changes. and But we but that's one change we created ourselves because yeah, we I mean, shop more online it, than we do in the store. It, right, and, and I'm not disagreeing with that. My point is, is that, you know, destiny bends, the world changes, and, you know, you, you can't judge a whole generation of people based on the circumstances, whether they, whether they created them or not. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Like, people keep finding uh, more efficient ways to do things, and Are most they times, efficient or are they cost-cutting? That's the thing. See, now I have to speak like a baby boomer because we don't have a baby boomer on here. Even though I could have my grandma come on. Oh, I should have my grandma come on. Okay, different story, different subject. Yeah, I mean, you let know, me speak for the people... baby boomers because I hear all their complaints all the time. Both of my grandparents complain all the time. So go ahead, Cohen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna counteract you. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, like you know, it's easy to sit and talk shit about stuff, you know, because people do it differently than how it was in your day, but... But back in my day, we didn't have to worry about people talking. We had to worry about walking all those miles just to go to school. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm gonna hear your arguments. Oh, that that said it all, didn't it? Uh... (laughs) I don't. Know. I mean, it's not. It's not too much else I can say on it. I just. Uh, I just don't like when I hear people bashing millennials, like blame, blaming us, or or saying that we don't work hard, or saying that oh, you know, at my age when I was eighteen, I had my own place, and it was just like, well, you know, it was a different economy. A house didn't cost as much thirty years ago than what it does now. So fuck you. But back in my day, I didn't spend all that money on those avocado toast. That's like six dollars a day just for avocado and toast. Yeah, fuck you, Grandma. Go, oh. go fuck yourself. <laughs> don't you say fuck me, you young boy. You don't know hard work. Go fuck yourself and your dry ass pussy. All right, your pussy is like fucking sandpaper. My pussy. Your pussy is like fucking super glue. It'll rip your, <laughs> the skin right off your dick. All right, how about that? My pussy is what? I 
sound of old ladies like have their voice like make that kind of noise, but whatever. The point is, I'm just trying to. So, what are the arguments you hear against us? Well, I mean, all of her is just that. Oh, you know, millennials don't buy diamonds as much if why they stop. Wait, why don't you think we don't buy diamonds so much? Because diamonds are, you know, it's not a big deal. I like, why do I gotta go out? Buy me some diamonds. I think you millennial guys are too cheap to buy fucking diamonds. Not, but I mean, is it really a big deal? It's just yeah, it is it's a big just, deal. Just jewelry. No, it isn't. And he wants to buy to go out and spend like ten grand on yeah, a fucking diamond ring. Oh no! I'm and it's just like 50. so what? I'm gonna spend fifty. Fifty grand on a diamond ring. It's yeah. just like so and what? You millennial guys are punking out and buying those cubic zirconians. There's nothing wrong with that. But show a girl you care a little bit more by working three years and saving for three years to buy her the fucking bomb.com fucking So she can leave you anyway over some bullshit because she got bored. Well, she probably won't leave you if she got bored. You shouldn't be proposing to a bitch who left you because you got bored. Well, you don't know that's going to happen until after the fact. (laughs) I I bought a a ring for somebody... And and she left me because she got bored, and, it's, and none of that fucking oh you worked hard and you bought this these diamonds doesn't mean shit. So it's just you know it's a waste of money. What's another argument? The avocado. Well, do you agree with them? I do. Like, why are we paying so much for avavocado toast when you can go buy an avocado too? For Even me? if you stop buying no, no, fucking no, no, avocados, no, 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 it's no, not going to. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Let me tell you, because I think that's a good argument. You can go to freaking Pete's Market, buy you a two dollar, I mean two avocados for a dollar, buy a loaf of bread for a dollar fifty, and you have avocado toast for the next five days that you're paying six dollars a day for one avocado toast. Yeah, but if you didn't do that, it wouldn't be enough to but it buy a house because you're buying Starbucks too. It's no. Just, no, no, you're paying six fifty for an avocado toast you can make in your house for a dollar. Mm-mm. And you're buying Starbucks for five or six dollars a pop. You know, you no, know, no. That's that's the, uh, if you drank Starbucks every day for a year, it would not be enough to buy a house or pay a mortgage. It would not be enough for that. Yes, it would. I think. No, it I would. wouldn't. Let's let me do the math. Hold on. Oops, sorry, I hit the microphone. Let me do the math. Yeah. yeah so we want to keep you guys entertained when we do stuff off. The microphone like this. No, so I'm, I'm doing no, say, I'm doing it right now because I'm at the pool. So how much you think? How much you think you spend each year? So let's say a Starbucks is five dollars. Five dollars yeah. times seven days a week. That's thirty five dollars times four weeks. That's one hundred forty times twelve. Mm. That's one thousand six hundred eighty. So let's say you save for three years. Five thousand. That's good enough. So in three years, if you did not buy that one Starbucks, we didn't even add the avocado crisp in there. That's five thousand dollars for three years. You could have bought. You could have made. That's half of a down payment, not to mention you're saving money, too. Yeah, but nobody drinks Starbucks every day. Yes, and nobody you. gets you're avocado a, toast every day. You and Stephanie are like Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts addicts. I haven't had Starbucks since last fall. Oh, fall was just like five months ago. Five months ago. Okay, seven. You know I'm right. I seven haven't months had ago. Starbucks in seven months. I have contributed. To okay, society. seven months. The, the point see, is, nobody gets that time, stuff well, every day. We had Dunkin' Donuts because I said Starbucks and Dunkin'. Yeah. Which nice if we had Dunkin' Donuts. So basically, the point is, if you want to buy a house, no, no, you no, just. The point can, is, why don't you buy? Why don't you make your coffee instead of going to buy it? When's the last time you bought your coffee? I buy. I got coffee cups here. When was the last time you bought your coffee? 
I don't know. What do you mean? Like the, the beans? No, you sucker. You don't want to answer the question because we both know it was just this week. No, I'm saying, what are you talking you about? When last time I bought coffee, well, I bought like some cake cups today. Made, no, um, coffee that they made at a restaurant, at a, a barista, a barato, or whatever you call it. Yeah, I haven't. The last time I bought some coffee was last fall. No, it wasn't. I was just talking to you not to, just this week. You were like, I just bought coffee and they messed up my order. No, I went to Dunkin' Donuts and got a breakfast wrap. I didn't get any coffee. Their coffee sucks. I don't believe you. Of course not. I'm all out of my champagne. I'm so sad. Anyways, that was our topic about... I don't think you really explained your hatred towards it. Because who the fuck are these old people... Or 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 this past generation to judge us like this? Alright? Like, it's easy for you to sit back with your pension and your social security and your retirement. Hold up! Don't come at them like that. It is! They're comparing their time when they were our age to our time when we are. They aren't. No, yeah, they are. They're just saying we did things better because when I turned 18, I moved out, you know, I worked at a railroad and my hands were dirty when I came home every day, but I still made money and took care of my family and this, that, and the third. And it's just, it's not like that. Nobody works for the fucking railroad. Nobody works in the fucking coal mines anymore. There are more jobs at fucking JCPenney. There are more jobs at JCPenney across the nation than there are jobs for fucking coal miners, all right? And they don't pay people that work at JCPenney's enough to pay rent on their own. Actually, the coal miners voted for Trump, so there's a lot of them because he won president. I'm not trying to shit you on you. Um, he won by 80,000 votes, which is yeah, about how many fucking coal miners no, there are. No, that's not how many coal miners are. You don't know because there are coal miners that are factory workers, but they're all in the south. So, okay, so you're speaking from a northerner. No. You're speaking from a northerner person. No. But there are coal miners. Look it there's up. Fa- there's a chemical plant that pays 70,000. Yeah, there is, but the coal mining jobs are on their way there? out. Why won't you work there? It's a chemical plant. It pays 70,000. I just heard this yesterday. Why aren't you working there? Because you don't want to. Because you know what? That's good and all. But there's other ways to promote our country and make our country rise. That's what I think. What's your What's your excuse? I think it's not an excuse. There aren't a lot of coal mining jobs anymore. There are more jobs We're at JCPenney's. I said chemical plant. It's not coals. It's chemical. A chemical plant. I mean, but no, nobody, nobody's out there saying like I'm a hardworking person that that works at a chemical My plant. My dad I feel like- is a hardworking person. Works at a factory plant. He makes over six figures a year. I'm saying th- no. Okay, so if we're gonna if we're gonna you know try to counteract them, we have to be truthful. There are jobs. There is a chemical. There's a chemical plant. If you wanted to right now, come make seventy thousand dollars a year. You can go work at that chemical plant. Which is a factory. They work with chemicals. I'm scared because I'm thinking you're going to have a kid with like three legs, okay? It's chemicals. Why won't you work there? That's what they're asking. Like, why won't you work there? Why? Because do you have to there aren't, no, number one, there aren't no, nobody there. wants to do that. Why? Why? So, so the whole point of life is to work a fucking job every day that you don't want to work that's dangerous. Nobody wants to work these bullshit jobs now, and they aren't dangerous. Why am I going to go out and put my life in danger over some fucking chemicals just to make enough money? It's bullshit, and, and and the point is, the point is, as 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 high paying as those jobs are, there aren't a lot of them. There aren't there a lot of coal mining. There's not, enough. There's not a lot, but the thing is, 
let's just be real. If we're going to discuss this topic, like I want to be real. You don't want to do that because you rather do something else. Like back in the day, you didn't have a choice. You worked at a place. You worked at a factory doing the stuff. So that's why they give us shit because they're like, you're over here going to college and suddenly, suddenly studying Shakespeare. What the fuck is Shakespeare going to do for you? You could be over here just going to this factory and making enough to buy the house. Because those jobs are on the way out. Working in the coal mine isn't safe for the environment. It is safe right now. It's safe to have a job because Trump's supposed to be saving them. He's losing them. That's the point. A, A report came out today that, you know, he made a big deal about getting the fucking Boeing airline you know, jobs to stay in America. Like, all of those people just got fired and they're moving the place to Mexico. I know. So those people should feel stupid for counting on him because he didn't do shit for them. And it's the same thing with the coal mines. So you're saying that the reason why we're not taking those jobs and the reason why we're going to concerts is because we know those jobs are on their way out. Yeah. You have to think forward and not say yeah, Placing. absolutely. That's a good argument. That's what I'm saying. Like we can't just say like, oh, you know, we went to college and we deserve this. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna fight them, we have to have good arguments. Like yeah, back in the day, even Fucking right now, we arguments. have these jobs that Fuck pay enough. What we should be arguing with is the people that we work with now. These companies that require a college degree and they still want to pay you chump change, and you don't need to have a college degree to work in these factories that pay you way more. That's when you need to be picking the argument. Well, that that's, that's and that's a part of the bullshit too that's, because that's the bullshit. I'm is. pretty sure in in the uh, you know the heyday of the previous generations, like if you for them it was like yeah you know I went to college I got a degree now I got a high paying job now it's not like that anymore because everybody has a fucking college degree yeah. And, you know, a fucking, a fucking bachelor's degree means as much as a fucking high school diploma at this point. So do you think, you know, we, do you think we created that problem ourselves? Because back in the no. heyday... No, no, listen, listen, listen. Back in the heyday, if you had a college degree, that means you're going to be the manager of the factory. Like, my dad, he has his master's. He worked in a factory, but he's, like, the top dog in the factory. Do you think we created that problem because so many of us got a college degree and now it's not considered elitist. It's just considered the norm. No. No. I just feel like they've. I feel like the telling somebody like, "Oh, if you get your college degree, then you know you'll be set for life." That's not necessarily true anymore. And they don't. They don't. It's because these companies are just cheap, and they don't want to pay people. I think that's like you always like you always hear the argument like oh why does somebody that works at McDonald's you know that you know anybody that works at McDonald's is because they don't have anything to offer anybody or any kind of experience or you know whatever but it's just like okay but you're telling me that McDonald's can't pay its employees more money when they make billions of dollars a year and I, it's go ahead. go ahead no I mean it's or or like in or you talk about like how we have this culture of tipping in America, and it's just like, oh, well, you have to tip the, your waitress or your waiter because the restaurant only pays them five dollars an hour, and it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's like a million Olive Gardens. Like, you can't pay these people ten dollars an hour. Like, why do why why do I have to pay your employees because you won't? Because you're keeping all the money for yourself. That's what they do. That's what all of these companies do. They keep all the money for themselves. They pay That's people. The point. It, 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 and you know, and that's why the minimum wage 
was created because the government, like the law had to say, like, you know, we can't have you paying these people $2 an hour. Like you have to give them like at least this much, which means that if these companies could pay people even less, they would. I think if Walmart could get away with paying people like $3 an hour just to be a cashier, they would do it. Yeah, I think so too. It's so, you know, and, and Walmart, and they make more, they have all this fucking money and you can't pay people. It's just, and this is like a whole different can of worms entirely, but I just feel like it's just, it's like this, uh, it's just something about rich people that just makes them like really selfish and really cruel and really greedy to the point where they turn, you know, even education and health into like a fucking business. And it's just sad. Like, you know, like if somebody needs medical attention if they don't have the right kind of insurance, then they'll either get broke trying to, they'll go broke trying to save their lives or they will die because they can't afford it. Yeah. And and it's just like why? Because you because you need your tax cuts because it's not enough having a billion dollars. You need to have two billion dollars. And it's just like isn't it when when is it gonna be enough? Like and and, you can, and that's how you can tell that the people in charge of all these companies and uh, having supposedly putting all these jobs out like they were never poor or like never had to struggle because I, I would never be that way if I ever started a company and I became like a, a billion dollar company or something like that I would try to make sure my employees had good health care and, and good PTO and you know everything that goes along with that, like an entry level position would just be you know enough to like have a a car note and an apartment at the bare minimum, you know well, that's what we have right now, no, so do you think that they should be paying McDonald workers fifteen dollars an hour? Yeah, you think so yeah, I, and I think so too, but I think the reason why people are against it is because they know how corrupt these these corporations are. And instead of paying it, like from like taking less money in their paycheck, they're gonna charge it on us. And I think that's what causes the problem because they're like, okay, they're gonna pay you fifteen dollars an hour, but who's gonna be paying for that additional money they're paying you? We are. So what we should be doing is finding these companies and saying we're not gonna take a price hike in this to cover these people's pay. You need to take a less amount of money. Like you're already a billionaire. What do you need another billion dollars for? You and you're not going to have any money issues. So how can yeah. we fight them and be on the same playing field? Because we're all, and they just humans trying to make it enough so we can live in the house we can live in and have food so we can eat. Yeah, and that's that's what makes it so mean is, is because if if people are making more money, then they're going to spend more money. And the more money that people spend the more jobs you're going to need to cover all these people, you know, spending money like to make the product or sell it or whatever. Basically, if people make more money, they're going to spend more money and that's good for the economy. But if people aren't making enough money, they're not going to spend a lot of money. But here's the counteractive. People make more money, but they have to pay more money for the stuff because it costs more because more people are making more money. That's the problem. Like, if you're paying a McDonald's worker $15 an hour, that's in a dollar menu. You know, I don't think it is signing a dollar anyways anymore. It's going to be a $5 menu. 
So that means you're paying more, so you're not going to spend more. That's the problem. So we have to eliminate that becoming a problem by fighting the bigger. But I don't think that's a real problem. Like Seattle, Seattle. I think either a year ago or two years ago, they jumped up to fifteen dollars an hour. Let's talk about Seattle because that police officer, those police officers in Seattle, fucking shot that fucking woman. They shot that black woman who was pregnant, who called the police to freaking help her because she thought she was being burglarized. And yet the same exact, during that time, a white man had a fucking knife too and they did not shoot him. So that's not even fucking you, Seattle. That's a fucking idea. Well, of course that happened. No, that's not that's... you guys Seattle as an idea because Seattle has their own fucked up issues because they can shoot this one after they said they weren't going to shoot I mean, them. everybody does, but she, I mean, no. how is that, how is, how is racism an example? You know, that's, not, that's just fucking. I'm just saying. So, are you think they're gonna pay the black person more money, or the Latino person, or the illegal immigrant? No, they're money? gonna look out. The people in power are gonna look out for who they want to look out for. And that's and why that's they the don't point. look out for us. That's the point, though. If 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 you were a racist white woman, would you look out for black people, or would you say fuck black people? I if I'm a. I want to consider myself a racist black woman because I always got stuff to say when I'm driving. I'm just saying, but if you were a racist... I look out for my human people because at the end of the day, we all bleed and we all have the same enemies. The fucking lions. The the point is, the whole point of being a racist is to be racist. If I was a racist white man and somebody was like, oh, you know, it's okay for you to get pulled over while you were drinking and driving and get a slap on the wrist, but a black person just got pulled over for driving, drinking and driving last week and they shot him to death. For no reason. And I'll be like, well, good. Fuck black people. Because I'm a racist white person. So that's the point. I know, but I'm just saying, like, let's not use Seattle as a fucking gold mine of what to do. Because, you know, no, the, it is an example. It is like, an example because they rate, they raise the minimum wage to $15 yeah. an hour and it hasn't affected anything in a negative way. People are prospering. Like, that's the way it should be. Like, if you work a job, you should have enough money. I mean, depending on what job it is, you should make enough money to at least be able to pay for food and your rent. Yeah, but then we go to the next issue about what good is the money I'm making if you're still going to kill me because I'm a color I can't change. I know this is in here and I'm there that's not the topic we're discussing and I hate to be that person throws in stuff that's like, that's not even what we're talking about. But I'm just saying, like, I just have a little bone to pick with Seattle because for Seattle to pride themselves on being an inclusive fucking city, they are not. That's my little thing. So if you would have chose a different city, like maybe fucking Bon Javage, fucking Nebraska, then I would have been okay. I am just biased right now because of Seattle. Well. No, that's okay. But we'll go on to our next topic because this one's kind of a fun one. It's going to make us more passionate, right, Coleman? Licky, licky, licky. All right, so... So for our next topic, which is something very meaningful to me because I don't know how you guys feel, but I feel like there is, you know, there's like a bro code, Coleman. There's a bro code. Mm-hmm. There's a chick code, too. Like, if I'm dating him and I bring up with him, you can't come after him and date him, too, because we're our friends. But I think there's just a generalized friend code where if you are friends with me and you start dating someone else, you do not have the right to throw me to the curb and only focus on the person you're dating. Because at the end of the day, when he leaves or she leaves your ass, you're asking me right there growling to graveling to me like a fucking dog. I think there's a friend code. 
Do you think there's a friend code? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Do you think it's do you think it's acceptable for friends to stop talking to you or start treating you less than because they started dating someone? Well, I wouldn't put it into a category of being uh, acceptable, or I mean, it, it depends on you if you're going to accept that or not. But I mean, I feel like it's just in some ways, it's just you know, it's like losing losing the tooth or learning how to ride a bike like it's just a part of life like at some point your friends are going to develop different interests and they're going to spend their time differently and sometimes that'll include you or sometimes it won't so you're i'm not i, I mean cut the bullshit okay you're giving yeah. a you're giving a political answer right now Tell yeah me do you i really feel Tell me how you really feel. I mean, I don't like it. I mean, it's been done to me, and I've done it to people. And, I mean, personally, like, when it's done to me, I don't like it. But I get it, you know. You get it? Yeah. Because, I mean, as close as, as, as close as friends as you can be with somebody, there are just some things that you can't do with your friends. Uh, and, no, it's not right to meet somebody and start dating them, and you get so wrapped up in them that you lose your sense of self, and you push all your friends and family to the side. Like, no, it's not right. And you shouldn't do that, but I can understand why and how that happens because you just meet somebody new and they're different from everybody else and you feel like, oh, like, I just want to spend all my time with this person. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is, it's just like things can change and like, you know, it might be awesome, super awesome for, you know, a couple of weeks or a couple of months, but after a while, like that feeling will fade and like problems will start cropping up. And then for you to, like, turn back to your friends who you totally kicked to the curb over this, yeah, that's not right. Have you ever done this? Yeah, absolutely. In my my past relationship, I... What did you do? Slowly but surely alienated and pissed off and burned a lot of bridges with friends and family over one person. So you stop talking to all of your friends? You stop talking to your family? How long do you go like this? A couple of years. At least two years. Why did you do that, though? Maybe this can help someone else to be able to relate. Because when you find somebody that gets you to do all of that stuff or it makes you feel like, yeah, you know, I can throw all of my friends under a bus and, you know, alienate my family and burn a couple of bridges, like, you feel like, this person gets me in a way that they all don't, and they're trying to come between that, and I would you rather have brainwashing? this. Brainwashing, because that sounds like brainwashing, like a cult. It's not. It's not brainwashing, but I mean, I don't know. Like people, you know, people uh, go go through things, go through things in life, and maybe they feel like you know nobody's on their side, or nobody really truly gets them. Like you know, you think you have friends. That you tell everything, but nobody really tells somebody everything. And I, I don't know, it's different when you're fucking somebody. Like, when you're fucking... I mean, when you're fucking somebody or, or, or having sex with somebody or whatever, like, it makes you... It, it it brings you close to somebody in a way that you just couldn't be close with somebody that you were just friends yeah. with or, like, friends and family with. Like, when you're, like, intimate with somebody, it's, like, intimacy. Like, it's very deep uh-huh. and... Yeah, no, that's bullshit, okay? I'm the person, okay. when I date people, I don't cut off my family, I don't cut off my friends, but I've had people do that to me, and it pisses me the hell off. And I know, like, Wendy Williams has said, like, oh, you know, I she's the person 
who will stop being friends with people when she meets a guy because she's like, oh, I have a potential future with this guy. Whereas you, you're just my friend. I think that's bullshit. And I'm going to tell it to you because Coleman's given a diplomatic answer. He's not getting real with it. And I hate that when you don't get just gritty itty with it. Let's no, I said it's not right. Let's be gritty itty with it. You stop being friends with people because your ass don't know how to be yourself. You lose yourself what you said, which is not okay. It's not okay because at the end of the day, if you lose yourself... That person's going to get bored with you regardless because they started dating you when you had yourself. And then the moment things reach that level, you stop being who you used to be, they're not going to like that unless they're a control fucking freak who's going to beat your ass. Man or woman, because women beat niggas' asses too. I said I was going to say nigga. Bitches beat men asses too. Amen. I'm not. Why did look, you leave your friends for this girl? Because the second I said why, and and I'm not saying that that's a diplomatic. Blah blah blah. It's not a diplomatic answer. All I'm saying is, so is that she, it's not. It's all I'm saying you, is that it's not a. She brainwashed you into thinking that everyone else was against you. All I'm saying is, it's not a good thing to do. I'm asking you, because you're the person who has done it. Why do people... And I'm saying, people have their own reasons. My reason was, I felt like she understood me more than anybody else in my life. And she had my back more. And I said, and that's what I'm saying. Like, when you are with somebody, and you're more than just a friend, and you're with them in a way that's, like, intimate or whatever. Like, you feel closer to them. And it makes you... So, why haven't you done that with this one? And you're marrying her, so what's the difference? Because that's not right. It's not right. It's not right for somebody... First of all, first of all, if if you're with somebody and they make you feel that way, they're still going to insist or like push you like, yeah, you know, like we don't have to spend all, that, all this kind of time together. Like if you have, you know, if your friends want to do stuff, go hang out with your friends. Like it's okay to feel like, yeah, I get this person and we're deep and connected, but that person shouldn't take advantage of that. And that's the problem. Some people, they get that level of attention and power and they misuse it. The right thing to do is to like always encourage that person. Like, yeah, I like being around you. We're close, but you should still like be who you are outside of me. Like, don't make me and you become like one thing, and that's your identity. Like, you you're still you, and I'm still me, and we have our thing. But there's stuff outside of our, outside of our thing, and you need to pay attention to that. I'm not saying that the person that gets lost in a relationship or a marriage and they cut everybody off, that's not the right thing to do. But at the same time, as somebody that has done it himself, I understand how it can get to that point and why it gets to that point. It's not right. Because like, like I can understand, you know, I, I don't, I don't think. How can you say it's not brainwashing though? Because it is brainwashing. It's, it is brainwashing, but I mean, you have to be aware of that, and that's the sign of somebody that's been in a relationship before and somebody that hasn't. You don't. There aren't people that are like super experienced and have been through a lot that would cut off all their friends and family over somebody new compared to somebody that hasn't experienced shit that would do that in a heartbeat. It's a it's a rookie mistake. How do you feel when it happens to you? Because I know you've had friends. I don't I mean it's unfortunate. I mean and it's unfortunate because like being so young, I was one of the first people to get in a relationship and do something like that and cut people off. And my friends didn't like it when I did it to them. So you would hope that, you know, if, 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 if I did it to you guys and you know how bad it made you feel and how angry and upset that it made you, 
I would hope that you would learn from my mistake and not do it to me. So if somebody that does it to me after I did it is disappointed and it hurts because it's like, damn, dude, like not only are you doing this to me, but you should know better. Mm -hmm. Does it make you angry? It, I mean, no, it doesn't make me angry because I understand it. It's, it's like... So you understand, it's like, look, you, you understand and you allow your friends to be brainwashed because we just agreed that it's like a form of brainwashing because you lose yourself. But that's the thing. Like you can't, person, it's, it's not, you said, no, and you said that the other person should be encouraging for you to still keep in contact. Yeah, but you can only do so much. Like, he can't say, like, oh, like, you're letting it happen to your friend because the thing is, as much as you preach to somebody and get mad at them and, like, make them feel guilty, they're still going to do want to do what they want to do. So my Passion. Is, should you still be friends with them? Yeah. What? That's what that's what a true friend does. Like no, if, that isn't what a true friend does. Because at the end of the day, it's about you. And if your friend is willing to jeopardize your friendship for somebody who may not be a real person, or for somebody who makes you feel like your friends aren't there, they were your friends for this long, obviously because yeah. they had your back. And somebody yeah. else comes in and they tell you, they make you feel differently. Everybody you gets one. That to happen? No, no, I have never. And I everybody I gets one. No comment. I used to think that. And I had a friend who had never been in a relationship, and it was her first relationship, and I thought she was going to turn away, but she didn't. Not everyone gets it, gets like that. I think it takes a certain type of person to be able to... I think, I think it's just yeah. that person, where they date someone, and they just lose themselves, and they don't care. Like You didn't stop being my friend. I stopped talking to you like that because, you know, I was like... Yeah, but I mean, you didn't talk. cut me... You didn't, like, when it all went crashing and burning, yeah. you weren't, like, cruel... Because I knew it was going to crash and burn, but not okay. like me. So you know it's going to crash and burn. That's why you can still be their friend. If somebody, I mean, if somebody does it once and it's like their first time, it's just like, I understand, like, it, you know, it happens. Like, I'm not going to be an asshole about it, but if it's just like a constant thing, like every time you get into a new relationship, you throw me under a bus, then no, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. But one time, I mean, everybody should get one time to fuck up and be forgiven once. But At, for me personally, and as your friend, I know. So I'm going to just tell you guys. So Coleman has these friends who have dated people consistently, and they always throw him under the bus. And yet he still stays there like a lab dog. He doesn't even express his feelings or say that he's hurt. And then he tells me, and then I get upset, and then I have to be his attack dog. Why do you allow that? Because you're over here saying, if they do it once, I understand. But if they do it multiple times, I don't understand. But you're lying because... You have a friend, per se, who does it all the time, and yet you still allow it to happen. And then you tell me, and I have to be protected because I'm that friend. Then I have mm -hmm. to protect you, and then I have to be angry towards that person because of something they did to you. Well, I be just honest. feel like this is... However it makes you feel, like, you still have to keep living your life. And I can, I know everybody out there is living a life, and they have their own story... You know, and their own uh, allies and enemies and, you know, antagonists and plot twists. Like, everybody's life, everybody's living a story. So, it's just like, when you're younger, you don't have as much responsibility. So, you can pour a lot of attention and care into stuff like this. But when you're an adult and you're like, you know, 
Working a job, working bullshit again because obviously you feel affected because you tell me and I get upset. Yeah, I mean, but it's just stop saying like, oh, you have a life to live, you have a job. Okay, yeah, I get upset, but I'm not like over. I'm not over here like losing sleep about it. But you tell me to the point where it makes me affected because obviously you feel some certain way and you're not explaining. So what can you do? Stop being friends with the person? I'm asking you. You supposed to dissolve a friendship over a twenty? Diplomatic answer. Okay, well that's my answer. I'm saying like, okay, you're not gonna be friends but you're going to fucking feel fucking hatred or just annoyance or just fucking irritation by this person. Don't give it Yeah, because that's what happens. Do you all ever get annoyed with your friends? Yeah, I do. You don't get irritated with your friends? And fucking say like, oh, you just have to be like, I have a life, so it's not going to bother me. Because that that is my honest answer. It's not a diplomatic answer. It's my honest feelings. No, that's not your honest feelings, though. You get pissed off and annoyed. That's why I wanted to talk about this, because I know. Okay, yeah, it does does piss me off, and it does irritate me, but what can I do about it? I'm going to stop being friends with somebody that I was friends with since kindergarten. All I'm asking you is, how do you feel? Okay, it makes me mad. I don't like it. I don't appreciate it. Okay. Wish that they weren't doing it, but that's how it goes when people disappoint why you. Why do you? Why do you wish they weren't doing it? Because you don't want to be thrown under a bus. You don't want so you don't want to be friends with somebody for twenty years, and then they meet somebody new at a fucking gas station, and then five weeks later they're like, you know, throwing you under a bus over this fucking person that they just met. It's not a good thing to do. It's not. Yeah. But at the same time, like you're you're an adult and you have your own life to live, so as disappointing as it is and as angry as it makes you, you can't lose sleep over it. That's all I'm saying. You can't lose sleep over it, but you can still feel how you feel. Yeah, and you feel angry and hurt and you don't like it and you want to tell that person like you need to choose between this person or me. You, you only knew this person for five weeks. And if you throw me under a bus again, I'm not gonna stop being your friend because that's bullshit. That's what you wanna do. But, but you don't want to lose a friend. Are, but if they're a repeat offender, why do you remain their friend? Because as time goes on, it's just like... You just know that's a flaky-ass friend. So you're okay with having flaky-ass friends. Because like I said, I mean, you, you, you trust people... Break, let, no, for the bro code, if I'm cheating on my bitch, and you tell my bitch that I'm cheating on her, do you remain friends with them? Mm. Hello? Do you're you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. I'm not doing a rhetorical question. I'm asking you. Do you stay friends with them? Yeah. If I'm cheating on my girl and you're my friend and I told you and you tell my girl I'm cheating on her, do we remain friends? No. But then it, but then what's the friend code? That's why I said there's a friend code that if you continuously throw me under the bus when you get a new person, are you supposed to remain friends with them? That's up to the individual. So what was the difference? You're hurting me. You're hurting me in both situations. You are, and I feel like the friend code of throwing me under the bus when I've been there for you, and I know that if that person, her or he, leaves you, you're going to come crawling back to me like a freaking dog mm-hmm. who has made a mistake. Why would you, as a human, allow yourself to have to deal with that person? That person obviously doesn't care about you. If that person yeah. can tell your female, the girlfriend you're with, that you're cheating on her, and that person can throw you under the bus continuously with whoever they're dating... Isn't there a friend code? That's my whole thing. Is there not a friend code, or is there, or the friend code doesn't exist? There, there is a friend code, and I mean, if some, if that happened to somebody and they stopped being friends with somebody, I mean, I would understand it. But if they didn't, I would understand that too. Like people have different levels of tolerance, you know? Yeah. Like you have a friend that you've been pretty fed up with sometimes, and 
you know, some people would just be like, hey, you accused me of something once, I'm going to stop being your friend. If you accuse me twice, I'm going to stop being your friend. Like, people have just different lines that they draw in the sand. Well, we're going to tell our listeners, because I hate keeping them in the dark, we'll just tell them the story. I have a friend, she's been my best friend for years, like since before I can even drive a car. And she has continuously for the past two years accused me of sleeping with her boyfriend, who is now her ex-boyfriend, yet she still sees him. And I have never once in my freaking life ever tried to do that. I have never once, he never gave me some symbol that he wanted to sleep with me. And I still remain her friend, but I will tell you that as a friend, Cole, the friendship is different. I, as much as you want to be that friend, and I could give this whole political answer, like, yeah, you know, you still have to just prove that you're just a good friend. No. That sounds all good and dandy, but I'm just going to keep it real. Our friendship is different. And if she throws me under the bus for this person who she she has accused me of possibly someone who I never did, I will stop being friends with her forever because, first of all, you doubt me as a trustable person. And you doubt me as a person who's valuable in your life. If you can discard me like I'm trash when you meet somebody else who seems greater, then you're not my friend. And I am not trash. I am a valuable friend. Like, I'm a friend who will support you when you're up and I will support you when you're down. And if you can throw me away when you get a new person, I cannot be friends with that person. That's my friend code. Because you know at the end of the day, yeah, you can. I don't need to see you or hang out with you every single day. I don't need to hang out with you every single month. But you need to give me some type of support because you know that at the end of the day, it's like family. I'm going to be there for you regardless. And if you don't see that, if you don't value that, then you're not my friend. And we don't need to be friends. And I stop being friends with people like that because that's the friend code. And Wendy Williams says she does that. And I look down on Wendy Williams because at the end of the day, for a person to lose themselves and donate all of their time and all of who they are and become this person. You don't like fishing, but your boyfriend likes fishing. And next thing you know, you're just fishing, look down on anybody else who doesn't fish. We can't be friends. You don't like going out to party at all, and I invite you to go out to party, but you meet a guy, and he takes you out to party, and then I ask you again, like, oh, you started liking to go out to party, and you don't go out to party with me? We cannot be friends. Because you know what? At the end of the day, there's still a code, and there's a friend code, and you don't want to be the shitty friend. And if you are the shitty friend right now, look at yourself. Because at the end of the day, that makes you the bad person. And you're like the person who cheated. Because you made the other person a priority over your friends. Even if they're not the main priority. You put them at the bottom of the burner. You made them feel like they ain't shitting all the time. They don't into you. Doesn't mean shit. That's the friend code. That's messed up. That's all well. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and... My final thoughts on it, I mean, I agree with all that, and I know Jessica's like, oh, you're just giving a diplomatic answer, but all, all I can say, all I can say is, I, I agree with her, like, I don't like it either, but I mean, some people have done that to me, and I've tolerated it, and I've done that, there was a time in my life where I did that to people, and they forgave me for it, so I mean, it's just based on what you want to accept, like, Jessica has like a seemingly almost zero tolerance policy on that kind of no, stuff. No, I will accept the first one I say continuously. Keep yeah, I mean continuously. I mean, so she has like that policy on it. Some people are a little bit more lenient because they just know like, uh, you know, that's... So, I mean, some people, they do it so much and it's just like, like I always tell people like like if I'm talking about Jessica Patterson and people are like, oh, do you trust Jessica Patterson? 
I would be like, you know, I trust her to be Jessica, you know. So, I mean, when you say something like that, I just feel like I'm saying, like, you know, I trust that person and do what they normally. But then why would you have that person as your friend? You can't depend on them. Yeah, but I mean, there there are some people. You you guys made plans for them to help you move on Thursday, but they've been dating this guy for two months. And on Wednesday, they decide that you're not worth shit. And they're not going to help you move on Thursday. That's a yeah. busy-ass fucking friend. So, you, I mean, you treat people accordingly. I mean, yeah, like... Yeah, but it, you, it, you shouldn't be that type of friend. But you were saying that you'll still support them and be the same exact friend. I'm saying things change. If they do it once, if they do it constantly, then it's just like you keep you keep people at an arm's reach or something like that. Like, there, are, I, I have people that, like, yeah, I call them my friends or whatever. But, I mean, I don't... They're not like, oh, I'm there the first person getting a wedding invitation or like they're totally going to be in a wedding or there's somebody that I, you know, I mean, you know what you mean. I mean, there are people just like, yeah, I know this person. We call each other friends, but like, is he like my best friend? Like, is he somebody close? Can I trust him with a deep, dark secret? No. Okay. And we all have friends like that or we all know people like that where it's like we call each other like, yeah, that's my friend. But it's just like they're not like in my top five. (laughs) (laughs) They're back to my space. Right. So, you know, it's just like that. I get it. Okay. So, I think that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for joining us this week. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, Jessica, if people want to reach you on the internet, how can they do that? Find me on Sweet Maui on Twitter and Instagram. S-W-E-E-T-M-A-U-I and I am so sorry guys if I talk so fast. I'm still working on it. I'm a work in progress. Woo. Yeah. And you also, you can like, if you want to check me out on um, on Snapchat because I have more fun on there anyways and I get a little ratchet. You can find me on Snapchat at Jess, J-E-S-S 5061. And send me a message so I can go ahead and follow your snap back too. And if you want to reach me, I am Cardinal Lucas on Twitter. I am April's Champion on Snapchat. I'm Cardinal Lucas again on Instagram. You can reach us at our Twitter handle, which is at ISMW underscore the podcast or ISMWpodcast.com, the website. And if you want to email us, email us. Sorry about that. If you want to email us, our uh, email is ISMWshow at gmail.com. But for me and for Jessica, we will catch you guys next week.